Happy Saturday night, 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida Foundation Church. That's the church that I pastor. We have never closed. We have never locked down. We have never social distanced. We never put out alcohol gel stations. We never sprayed our seats. We never COVID clumped. We never did any of those things. We never did Zoom messages or Zoom services ever. We stood in the midst of it. We took lots of criticism for it, but we are proud that we did because that's what's called standing in the word of God. Whatever you bind is bound. Whatever you loose is loose. Do not go back to your COVID caving churches, even if they are open, unless the pastor has come out and said, I repent of ever locking down. I repent of ever social distancing. I repent of ever doing Zoom messages and Zoom services. Listen, do not go back unless they've repented, even if they've opened. If you have a church that's still masking, never go back. If you have a church that's never turned from masking and turned from locking down, do not go back. You're better off starting off a church in your own home than you are going back. It doesn't matter how nice they are. It doesn't matter what your heritage is. It doesn't matter that Aunt Susie went there or Grandma went there or Mom goes there. If Mom's still going there, it doesn't matter. They caved. They caved. They caved to the world. They caved to Anthony Fauci. They caved to a, a false pandemic. Doesn't mean that I don't think that. Doesn't mean that that I think that COVID isn't real. I know that it's real. I'm just saying it's not the Black Plague, and 575,000 people have not died from it. Take six percent of that. That's why the death rate has not gone up in America in 2019. We had 2.9 million people die in America in 2020. We had 2.95 million people die in America. That's where we're at. That's about 50,000 extra people died in 2020 than 2019, which is 6% of 575,000. That's the truth. You choose whether or not you're willing to stand in it or not. Now, here's the thing. I want to start off tonight. Well, let me tell you what time our services are. 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, 11.15 tomorrow morning. Be here, 3385 South Access Road. Search us. See how far we are away from you in Florida, 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. Make the drive. You're better off driving for an hour. You're better off driving for two hours than you are going to a church that did not stand in the Word of God. Make sure you're going to a church that stands in the Word of God. They closed, they didn't, and they aren't. Know that. If you're in the Tampa Bay area, go to the River Church with the pastor who got arrested, Dr. Uh, well, I always call him Pastor Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, the man who got arrested for doing for conducting church services in Hillsborough County. Go to that church. They start at 9:30 tomorrow morning. Go to places that never closed. All right, here we go. We're going to start off tonight with some vaccine advice from Mayor D- Bill de Blasio of New York City. Play it for me. Free fries when you get vaccinated? Um I got vaccinated. You're saying I could get this? You delicious fries? Wait a minute. But there's also a, a burger element to this? Okay. I want you to look at this and think about, again, some people love hamburgers, some don't. Really want to respect all ways of life. But if this is appealing to you, just think of this when you think of vaccination. Mmm. Vaccination. Mm. <laughs> I'm getting a very good feeling about vaccination right this moment. 
word. You know, did you see him? He has a news conference all the time when he's eating. I have never seen a human being eat in such a disgusting fashion. <laughs> I'm always telling my young son, Baron, I'm saying, and I always with my kids, all of them, I'd say, children, small little bites, small. This guy takes a pancake and he's shoving it in his mouth. It's disgusting. Do you want that for your president? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's just honestly, it's disgusting. There you go. Donald Trump, he was actually talking about Biden, but it worked perfectly with Bill de Blasio. All right, on to Israel. And we need to always remember something when it comes to Israel. Israel is God's chosen country. If you are a Christian, this is God's chosen land. This is the land which the Lord your God loves. His eyes are always, repeat after me, always upon, upon it. Here's the thing. I side with Israel every single time. I'm not saying that they're always right, but on the whole, Israel is is right. When it comes to right now, when it comes to Israel versus Hamas, Hamas is of the enemy. Hamas is of the devil. They're indiscriminately lobbing one missile. As of the last time I saw it, around 1,500 missiles indiscriminately fired into Israel, killing women and children. If you ever notice how Israel handles things, they actually call ahead and tell, tell Hamas what buildings they're going to blow up to try to save women and children. Of course, Hamas hides behind women and children. Listen to this, this video. Play it for me. If Hamas thinks they can get away with this, they're wrong. They be starting will at 32. down every commander, every post until we win. Gaza don't get strikes. 32 and even. And it's so important to support play. and pray for the Holy Land right now. Watch. Now, joining us from West Jerusalem, Naftali Bennett, who served as Israel's defense minister in 2019 and 2020, is the chairman of Yamina, an Israeli political alliance. Mr. Bennett, thank you for your time today. We do appreciate it. You will have heard me speaking to the reporter there in Gaza, and perhaps you heard before me speaking to a, 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 a lady living there telling us about the night she had. None of them expect this to get any better any soon. Do you agree? It's up to Hamas. Uh, as long as Hamas keeps it a deliberate attack uh, in order to murder uh, Israelis across uh, the state. By the way, Arabs and Jews alike, uh, Hamas already murdered two Arab uh, Israelis in uh, Lod, the city of Lod, uh, uh, dad, 52 years old, and his daughter, Nadine, uh, 16 years old, Israeli Arabs who were murdered. Right. A Holocaust survivor, 85 years old, was murdered by Hamas in her wheelchair. If Hamas thinks that uh, they can get away with this, they're wrong. We'll hunt down and every commander, every post, until we win. And the 53 people who've died in Gaza, including 14 children, are they all members of Hamas who needed to die? Indeed, Hamas killed them. Because when no, you they hide didn't. your Israeli rockets killed behind, uh, uh, yes, they did. No, 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 uh, come on, come clear. on, come on. You, they were Israeli uh, rockets behind who... uh, women and children. You are effectively murdering your own people. Make no mistake. I spent uh, the night in the shelter with my family in the city of Ranana. We will defend ourselves. And if Hamas decides to turn schools into terror bases and hospitals in a cowardly manner into, into terror bases, they are responsible for murdering their own people. Well, you back to me. Have See, I take sides. And you could easily tell in that argument going back and forth who is right and who is wrong. 
Hamas hides behind. They actually have missile depots in schools, missile depots in nursing homes and hospitals so that they can hide their armaments so that Israel can't bomb them. And Israel actually calls ahead and warns, these are the buildings we're going to take out, so make sure that you evacuate those buildings. You can tell who's right and who's wrong. I take sides. Let your yes be yes and your no be no, for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Matthew chapter 5, verse 37. Israel is right. Hamas is wrong. If you're afraid to say that, you do not read your Bible and you are not paying attention to the truth of what is unfolding before our eyes every single day on the news. You need to look at the truth, not what Rashida Tlaib is saying, not what Iona Presley is saying, not what Ilhan Omar is saying. Not what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is saying. They are all mouthpieces of Hamas. They do not take the right side. And here's the thing. Everybody needs to be outspoken. There's, I'll give credit where credit is due. There is a lot of Republicans and some Democrats that are very outspoken. But if you are not strictly and totally on Israel's side, you are wrong. Next. Live footage of the uh, moment an Israeli air raid bombed the offices of Al Jazeera and the Associated Press. They called ahead on this one, too. Play it for me. Uh, But certainly, for more context, uh, that building is where Al Jazeera's offices are. There we are. Another strike on that terror. And the terror has come down. You bring it back to me? That was aptly called, actually, the Tower of Terror. That was also Hamas's, Hamas's Intel HQ. Their intelligence headquarters was also in that building. Al Jazeera won't tell you that, but Hamas's Intel headquarters was actually in that building. That's what the truth is. That's how it is every time. All right, Mike, drop moment on CNN. Play it for me. Perhaps. Will you admit that these airstrikes have been indiscriminate? Absolutely not. Perhaps you suggest that we just lay back, let them shoot rockets at us, not shoot back because they're hiding the rockets behind women and children. Would you do that, Becky? If your family was under fire, would you suggest that uh, your government not defend you because they're hiding the the guns and uh, rockets behind uh, uh, civilians? See, evil is always very easy to tell. Who's the liars? It really is. It's always easy to tell who's right and who's wrong. Who's the liars? Who is it that's hiding their missiles and their armaments behind women and children? Who's doing that and who is not? Israel is not. Who's indiscriminately? Like Israel, when they fire a rocket at Hamas, at Hamas targets, they actually have a specific target. They actually call ahead and tell them to evacuate women, children, and civilians. Whether they do or do not, we don't know. Hamas oftentimes, I believe, allows purposely, for for political reasons, allows women and children to be killed. Why would they have their armaments behind them if they didn't? They actually do it so that they can get positive press. That's how valuable their women and children are to them, or as as worthless as they are to them. That's that's the way that it's truly playing out. Here's Alan Dershowitz on Israel. Play it for me. Well... Many years ago, I wrote a book called The Case for Moral Clarity, in which I predicted this was going to happen. You have a situation of pure evil on one side, Hamas, double war crime, sending rockets aimed at Israeli civilians, children, from behind their own children. And I predicted this was going to keep happening as long as the international 
community, as long as the media encourages Hamas. The great villain of this piece is Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is basically encouraging Hamas to continue what it's doing. And the squad and the New York Times, the New York Times, five op-eds in a row condemning Israel until finally today they allowed Brett Stevens to write a piece. And what this does is it sends a message to Hamas every few years, find an excuse, send rockets to Israel, kill Israeli children, Israel will respond, don't worry, Sanders, the New York Times, the left of the Democratic Party, the international community, the International Criminal Court, the UN, will condemn Israel and you will win. So do it again and again and again. That's what's going to keep happening. Father McTague, I want to talk with you Are about you it. back to me? See, you can always tell again who's right and who's wrong. Who is for unjustifiable violence? Anna Presley... AOC, Ilan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, Bernie Sanders. It's just like justifying Black Lives Matter. It's just like justifying Antifa. Tell me why Hamas is justified in lobbing one missile after another up to 1,500, as far as I know, to today, maybe more than that, up to today, 1,500 missiles. Explain to me how that is justified. What has Israel done? What has the United States done? to justify Black Lives Matter and Antifa doing billions of dollars worth of damage and murdering cops and murdering civilians. Explain, explain to me exactly the, justify, the justification behind unjustifiable violence. There isn't any, but you will always find the Democratic Party willing to justify the unjustifiable. That is their game. Hamas, Hamas is responding to what? Nothing. What has Israel done? Nothing. But it, lo and behold, you know, what, you know what Hamas did get? They got $235 million from Joe Biden. $235 million that President Trump had cut off. Why did President Trump cut off that funding of Hamas? Why? The Palestinians. Why? Anything you give to the Palestinians is going to Hamas. Let's be clear about that. So why did President Trump cut off $235 million from the Palestinians? Why? Because they would not give their personal guarantee that it would not go to terrorism. So President Trump said, no money for you. As soon as Biden, as soon as Beijing Biden, as soon as Moscow Biden, as soon as Basement Biden goes into office, comes into office, he sends them $235 million, and then 40 days later, look where we're at. Look where we are in totality under Biden. Gas shortage, terrorism in Israel, missiles, 1,500 missiles being fired into Israel. Look where we're at. Hyperinflation. We, we have millions of job openings and nobody to fill them. How do you have high uninflation with millions of jobs? Only a Democrat, only a Democrat could make that happen. Next one. The Republican Party is very clear. We stand with Israel 100%. Play it for me. All right, let's get back to this story. Oh, it's that, is that, is that all there was? Go back, Aaron, because I want to read something. Don't play that one yet. We'll switch to uh, COVID in just a minute. I want to read this from you from the Gateway Pundit. Biden pulls all U.S. troops from Israel. Did everybody know that? Yeah, that's the truth. Biden pulls all U.S. troops from Israel, exposing ally to jihadists and regime in Tehran. In Tehran. Def- Defense Department spokesman John Kirby told reporters during a press briefing Thursday that the military personnel were from U.S. Central Command and European Command. They were flown out on a C-17 military transport. 
So what does Joe Biden do? He funds Hamas and then pulls all the American forces out. And there weren't, weren't very many. I'm just saying, they just look at it. I mean, you can look at it under purely symbolic terms if you want. So he funds Hamas, which is not symbolic, $235 million, and then he pulls U.S. troops out of Israel. That tells you where Joe Biden is. People will say, well, yeah, Joe Biden said the other day that Israel has the right to defend itself. Who is, who is the American president that deems the right of Benjamin Netanyahu to defend his country? Why, why, does, why, does, why does America need to tell Israel they have the right to defend themselves? I mean, I mean, again, just think of the gall of these people. Oh, they have, and then people applaud it. They're like, oh, yay. Thank, I mean, what, what is Israel supposed to say? Oh, thank you, Joe Biden, that we have the right to defend ourselves. Let me read you this out of the New York Times. This is from 515. Representative Rashida Tlaib of Michigan, a Palestinian-American from Detroit, referred to herself as a reminder to colleagues that Palestinians do, do indeed exist. Yeah, we know they exist. They're the ones that are lobbing thousands of missiles into Israel right now. That we are human. Before condemning Israel's apart, she quote, she calls Israel, Israel an apartheid government. From the House floor, that is your Democratic Party. To all of the Jewish American voters that vote Democrat, understand what she just said, what Rashida Tlaib just said. She just called your homeland an apartheid government. We oppose our money going. This is now AOC. I know this is Cory Bush out of Missouri, a Black Lives Matter act- activist and congresswoman. We oppose our money going to, fu- to fund militarized policing. That's what she's accusing Israel of. Absolute lie. Just like, they, just like they, they justify Black Lives Matter, they're justifying the violence coming from Hamas. Just like they justify Antifa, they're justifying the violence coming from Hamas. We oppose our money going to fund militarized policing, occupation, and systems of violent oppression and trauma. Where? Show me the video clips of Israel violently oppressing Hamas. Represent this, it's like I say all the time, right around the number one threat, according to Christopher Ray, Joe Biden, and Kamala Harris. The number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism, right? That's what they say. Show me the videos. And right here, here's their lie that Israel is militarized policing occupations and system and systemic violent oppression. Show me the videos. Now, we've got lots and lots of videos of thousands of missiles flying into Tel Aviv. We've got that, and the Iron Dome shooting 90% of them down. We have that. We don't have any videos whatsoever of Israel violently oppressing Hamas or the Palestinian people, just like we don't have any videos of white supremacist terrorism in the United States because these people, the Democratic Party, out of John chapter 8, verses 44 and 45, the devil is a liar, his native language is lying, and he is the father of all lies. That's what these people are. Every bit of their theology, every bit of their philosophy in life is born out of lies. Representative Cori Bush of Missouri, a Black Lives Matter activist now in her first term in Congress, said in her own floor speech, until our our children are safe, we continue to fight for our rights in Palestine. See? Ann Ferguson, Missouri. Michael Brown. See? It's all the same thing. I've told you this for a year. When you're dealing with the left, whether you call it Democratic Party or whatever country that you're in, whenever you're dealing with the left, they peddle in lies. That is how that is the only way that they can propagate their agenda is to peddle in lies. That is what they do. 
Day in, day out, hour after hour, day after day, year after year, they peddle and lie. She just equated Palestine with Ferguson, which in some ways, although she didn't intend it that way, it is absolutely perfect. Because the Palestinians are liars. They're peddling lies. And those that peddled out, hands up, don't shoot. Remember, hands up, don't shoot. Hands up, don't shoot. Absolute lie. So that she's just proving herself. Here's AOC. Uh, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez of New York directly challenged the president who had asserted that Israel had a right to defend itself. Do Palestinians have a right to survive? She asked. Uh, I didn't see, I didn't see Isra- Israelis or Israeli soldiers killing anybody until 1,500 missiles were rocketed into Tel Aviv and all of Israel. She asked in an impassioned address, do we believe that? And if so, we have a responsibility to that as well. Absolute garbage. I mean, they're just liars. It's just like, well, there's systemic racism in law enforcement. That's a lie. COVID-19 is the next black plague. That's a lie. You have to be vaccinated to, su- to survive. That's a lie. One thing after, you have to lock down to, to survive. It's actually, if you want to survive, you don't lock down. If you want to be safe and you want to be healthy, you don't lock down. Everything that a Democrat says, just like out of the George Costanza episode of Seinfeld, where George Costanza, Costanza found out, if I do, everything that I've done in my life has been wrong, so if I do the opposite, then I'm right. Everything that a Democrat tells you to believe, believe exactly the opposite. They say wear masks. Wear masks for what? Tell me the definitive study on mask wearing that says that it does anything for anybody. Give me the definitive study on the efficacy of masks, on the effectiveness of masks. Give me the study because there isn't any, but yet they, they put it out. And all listen, all the Christians put, put their masks on. Anthony Fauci, a known baby butchering Hillary supporting hack, tells you to jump and Christians say, how high? Tell me how ridiculous that is, that you take your marching orders from people like that. And yes, we're switching to COVID. Play the Ben Swan video for me. All right, let's get back to this story of Dr. Anthony Fauci. Earlier this week, he had a very tense exchange with Senator Rand Paul over the origins of the coronavirus, specifically this issue of gain of function research. And what was shocking about that exchange is that Fauci reiterated over and over with absolute certainty that the U.S. government, specifically NIH and NIAID, have never, he says absolutely never, funded gain-of-function research. Watch some of this. Dr. Fauci, do you still support funding of the NIH funding of the lab in Wuhan? Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute Do they fund of Dr. Barrick? We do not fund... Do you fund gain, Dr. Barrick's gain-of-function research? D- Dr. Barrett does not doing gain-of-function research, and if it is, it's according to the Back guidelines. To and it- Notice what Fauci just said right there. He was asked, do you, he was asked by Rand Paul, do you fund Dr. Barrick? That's the, that's the uh, epidemiologist or microbiologist or whatever his title is out of North Carolina. He's asked point blank, Dr. Fauci, do you fund Dr. Barrick who does gain-of-function research? And unequivocally, Anthony Fauci answers, he does not do gain-of-function research. And if he did, you see how it is? Do you see how these people are? They're bold-faced liars. And then the church does what these people tell them to do. We're going back to that video now. Don't change. We're going back to that one. So that then the church does exactly what they tell you to do. These people, he's lying. Ask Roger Stone about lying to Congress. 
He was just asked point blank, do you fund gain-of-function research under Dr. Barrick at the University of North Carolina? And he says no. But if he is doing it, it's done right or it's done legally. How is that? How can you answer that way? You have to be a liar. Continue the video for me. It's being conducted in North Carolina. You don't think inserting a bat virus spike protein that he got from the Wuhan Institute into the SARS virus is gain of function. That is not a minority because at least 200 scientists have signed a statement from the Cambridge Working Group saying that it is gain of function. Well, it is not. And if you look at the grant and you look at the uh, progress reports, it is not gain of function. Now, what is insane about this exchange is that Fauci is clearly and provably lying. He's lying to Congress, which is a crime, just ask Roger Stone, and he's lying to the American public. Now, I've been reporting on this for over a year now. There is no question that the NIH and NIAID were funding gain-of-function research on coronaviruses. There is no question that up until 2014, that research was conducted by Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina. But in 2014, as I've reported, the U.S. government issued a ban on gain-of-function research funding from federal sources. It was at that point that the research was offshore to China, including the Wuhan lab. I've broken all of this down in great detail before, showing you that $3.7 million was paid through an organization called EcoHealth Alliance, who funneled the money to the Wuhan lab for gain-of-function research. But now, in order to prove that Dr. Anthony Fauci was absolutely, unequivocally lying to Congress just this week when he said that there was no funding for gain-of-function research, I'm going to show you some documents that absolutely prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that what he is saying is not true. The research article was first submitted in late 2015 as it looked specifically at a SARS-like coronavirus, quote, poised for human emergence, end quote. Now, this is very important because this article was first submitted in 2015 and then published in 2016. And that is significant because, remember, in 2014, that's when the moratorium was issued by the U.S. government saying that taxpayer dollars could not be used any longer to fund gain-of-function research. It was being questioned at the time and seen as dangerous and possibly even unethical and immoral to conduct this kind of research. So after that moratorium was in place, this research project moved forward. That research report includes this line, quote, Overall, the results of these studies highlight the utility of a platform that leverages metagenomics findings and reverse genetics to identify pre-pandemic threats for SARS-like WIV-1 COVID. The data can inform surveillance programs, improve diagnostic reagents, and facilitate effective treatments to mitigate future emergence events. However, building new and chimeric reagents must be carefully weighed against potential gain-of-function concerns. Then jump to the end of that research report, and what do you find? Quote, we thank Dr. Shi of the Wuhan Institute of Virology for access to bat COVID sequences and plasmid of WIV1 COVID spike protein. Research was supported by the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, that's NIAID, and the National Institute of Aging of the NIH. And then listed next to that, you'll see the numbers for two separate grant awards. Now it's very clear, the NIH and NIAID absolutely We're studying bat coronaviruses and spike proteins from those bat coronaviruses provided by 
the Wuhan Virology Lab that is stated clearly and plainly and that the study was being done to determine gain of function of those spike proteins in coronaviruses. It's all very clear. If you're looking for a smoking gun, there is nothing more clear that is absolutely stated in this 2016 report. Now notice in that report, it specifically thanked the Wuhan Virology Lab and the NIH and NIAID, and it gave two numbers for the specific grant awards that made this work possible. So what were those worth? 31.2 million for the first and 10.5 million for the second grant award. That means that over 40 million U.S. taxpayer dollars went into the amplification of making the Wuhan virus more pathogenic to humans. That doesn't even include the biodefense series that Fauci administered to DARPA. That was all separate. And that included more than $21 million for additional gain-of-function research. So all in, that means that after the U.S. government came out with a moratorium in 2014 that said no U.S. taxpayer dollars can be used to fund gain-of-function research in this country or any place else, the research was offshored or moved into a military capacity under DARPA, and over 60 million U.S. taxpayer dollars continued to flow into gain-of-function research. But again, we have not funded gain-of-function research on this virus in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, you're, no matter how parsing many times words, you're parsing you say words, it, there it was research. So why lie All right, about back that? to me. So there you go. This, this, so everybody knows, outline, gain of function, research. When you take a virus out of an animal and make it transmissible to a human being, that is gain of function research. It was outlawed in 2014, but that did not stop Anthony Fauci. He spent 40 million taxpayer dollars on gain-of-function research, but not just general, specifically for SARS-CoV-2. That's what really happened. That's the truth. That's what's on documentation. That's never going to change. That's exactly what happened. The money went from Anthony Fauci to Peter Daszak to the bat lady, Dr. Xi in Wuhan, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That's how it went. And lo and behold, you have another person, Bill Gates, who, sold, who sent tens of millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, to the Chinese Academy of Sciences, one and the same, sent them tens of millions of dollars. And lo and behold, Bill and Melinda Gates hold Event 201 in October of 2019, approximately two months before the outbreak in China. How in the world did they know? And what were they wargaming at Event 201? They were wargaming an outbreak of SARS-CoV-2 of a coronavirus. That's what they were doing. In November of 2019, Bill Gates predicted that there would be a quote-unquote wet market outbreak. And we think that all of this just happened? Really? I mean, you know, you, people call me a conspiracy theorist? You have to be way more of a conspiracy theorist to think that this came from a wet market near the Vietnam border, which is what the CCP has been putting out now for 14 months. That somehow it just went from a bat to a human, was automatically through nature, made transmissible from a bat to a human being. It usually takes, I mean, decades, years, centuries for that to happen, but suddenly happened. It happened in a wet market near the border of Laos and Vietnam and China, a thousand miles, a thousand miles from Wuhan, but lo and behold, where does it actually originate? Wuhan, where you have the only or the predominant 
epicenter of gain-of-function research in the world and one of the largest, if not the largest, storage facilities of bat coronaviruses in the world. And that's where it happens. And you have Fauci sending 40 million taxpayer dollars for coronavirus gain-of-function research. And this guy goes to a microphone every day, whether it's on a TV show or on a podium or on a radio show, whatever it may be, on social media, he's in front of a microphone every day. It's literally like a person coming up to you and kicking all your teeth in and then telling you that he's a dentist. That's how, these, that's how he is. And nobody says a word about it. I mean, this is the man who is at least partially or predominantly responsible for this, regardless of whatever the intent was, whether it was accidental or whether it was a, bio, a, a biohazardous weapon created by the CCP, regardless of any of that, it doesn't matter. And nobody in the media, and, and, I, and I credit, I said this on Thursday, I credit Rand Paul for doing this now, but now that we're at 14 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, where the heck has Congress been? I've been talking about gain-of-function research since March of last year. I'm just a retired cop preacher, and I knew all this. Where was the Senate? Where was Congress? Where was the media? Where was Donald Trump? Where was Donald Trump allowing the lawn dwarf, the garden gnome, Anthony Fauci in front of a microphone every day as the predominant expert of epidemiology in the coronavirus outbreak? He's the one who caused the coronavirus outbreak. Think of the, audac- the audacity of it all. He knows this. And Fauci's basically a liar of omission every day of his life. He never has once said, well, let me just tell you how this virus came to be. Yeah, Bill Gates doing Event 201. Bill Gates telling you that there's going to be a wet market outbreak all two months before the virus ever comes about. Then the virus does happen. Anthony Fauci comes out and says it's not a threat to anybody. He knows the whole time what it is. He knows the whole time that he funneled 40 to $60 million of taxpayer dollars into gain-of-function research specifically for coronaviruses. I mean, does anybody ever think of the audacity of this man? And he's out there, out there acting like he's the father of us all as some sort of priestly figure. And again, I reiterate this. It is so sad that any Christian or any conservative would do one thing this man espouses. He says lockdown, do the opposite. He says put a mask on, do the opposite. He says social distance, hug as many people as you can. This, this, this guy right here, Fauci, is the one who caused this. He's, one, he's a contributing factor, or you can even say the predominant person you could call this the Fauci virus. He's known the whole time that he was a mega contributor to this outbreak. So what's behind this whole outbreak? What, what, what's happening now? Again, it doesn't matter what the motive was, whether it just slipped out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology or it was actually a CC, uh, CCP biohazard weapon. It really doesn't matter. But what, what's, what's happening now? How is it being utilized? What, what's it being used for? It, you know, what is the, what's it being used as a conveyance for? It's being used as a conveyance, as a vehicle for the globalists, for the Democratic Party, for Klaus Schwab. I actually hate to do this because he's not speaking in English, but it's very easy to read the words underneath him. So watch this. What, what is this really all about now that it's been out? What's it being used for? Play it for me. 
au bout de ça, on parle de puces qu'on pourra s'implanter. Ce sera quand, ça Certainement dans les dix années à venir. Et d'abord, on va les implanter dans nos vêtements, uh -huh. c'est-à-dire wearables, comme on le dit. Et après, on pourrait s'imaginer qu'on les implante dans nos cerveaux ou dans nos topos. Et à la fin, peut-être il y a une communication directe entre notre cerveau et euh, la, le monde digital. Ce que nous voyons, c'est une sorte de fusion du monde physique, digital et biologique. On appelle quelqu'un, on n'a même plus le réflexe de devoir prendre un appareil, ça se fait naturellement. Hein. La, la, la technique continue le corps. Oui, vous, vous, vous parlez et vous dites, je veux maintenant euh, euh, être connecté avec n'importe qui. Thank you bring it back to me. I'm not going to watch that whole clip. But here's the thing. With that, this is being used as an instrument. COVID-19, the pandemic, the response to it. Again, the response to COVID-19 has caused 300 million people to starve to death. And yet... 3 million, allegedly, according to the UN and the World Health Organization, have died of COVID worldwide. 3 million out of 8 billion. 300 million, however, starved to death as a result of the COVID-19 response. Brought about by people like Klaus Schwab. Who is Klaus Schwab? He is the head of the World Economic Forum. The Great Reset. And they've said, he said, Prince, Prince Charles has said, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for us to usher in the Great Reset. Justin Trudeau has said the same thing. What do you think Build Back Better means? That's used all over the planet, used by Joe Biden as his main slogan for his campaign build back better is all about the great reset it's used all around the world they're using this a world global shutdown to usher in a globalist communist control world government that's what it's all about and i'm shocked i'm absolutely shocked by the american church they can see all the same videos see a man klaus schwab world economic forum international monetary fund that's where john Kerry goes that's where the obamas go That's where Prince Charles goes. That's where all the world leaders and international corporations go to plan and scheme. And he's talking about introducing microchip technology into the human body for vaccine passports and various other things like your credit cards. Does anybody in the church ever think about Revelation 13, 16 through 18 as you lock down your churches? He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark? Does anybody ever see this? Do you, I mean, and there's still pastors They're telling people to put their masks on. Klaus Schwab tells you to put a mask on because he wants to see who will eventually take the microchip. He, he says, lock your church down. Fauci, Fauci does what Klaus Schwab says. Because they're all one and the same person. They're all globalists. And, they, and they'll, they'll put out videos like, someday you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Ask them if Klaus Schwab, ask Klaus Schwab, will you come to a place of owning nothing and being happy? No. It'll be, for the, it'll be for them. What it is is they're trying to set up a permanent class of haves and have-nots. And believe me, you're not part of the haves. That's, that's all for Billy Gates, for Fauci. AOC thinks she'll be a part of that. Joe Biden, the Obamas, the same people that peddle their lies day in and day out, like the Obamas, climate change this, warming that, this is going to melt, this is going to flood, and they live on an island. They're liars. This was never about your health, Christian. 
This was never about your health. Conservative, listen, it just bugs the tar out of me to see people give an inch to any of this ever. You don't give an inch ever to these people because they will take it all. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. You don't go, well, you know what? We're all vaccinated now, so we can all mix around, mix around with each other freely. We can all be within six feet of each other. First of all, who made up six feet? Anthony Fauci out of thin hair. You don't ever go, well, now that we're vaccinated, we can, you know, I, I hear conservatives say it. You know, we see the... Uh, State of the Union, and why does Joe Biden walk in there and he's fully vaccinated, and why does everybody have to be social distanced? It's got nothing to do with that. It's got absolutely nothing to do with it. You should go and attack the original lie. I see the time. You should go and attack the original lie. You don't go in and acquiesce to the original lie. Compromise with the original. Okay, we'll compromise. Since everybody's vaccinated, now, you know, we, we, we don't agree that you know, this was ever the Black Plague. But, you know, to get along with everybody, we'll agree that it's the Black Plague and that everybody is, uh, will be vaccinated. So we'll come to agreement. We'll come to a compromise on that. No! You go back to the original lie and you attack the original lie. There's never a need to social distance. There was never a need for a vaccination. There was never a need to hyperwash your hands. There's never a need to lock down. It never needed to happen. You can look at every graph all throughout the world. It doesn't matter whether you mitigated, locked down, mask, wore masks. It doesn't matter. The graphs are identical. As a matter of fact, they're worse if you lock down and wore masks. Here's Rachel Maddow. I'll play it for me. It is an amazing thing. I mean, I will just tell you at a personal level, I'm sorry for speaking of all that in such personal terms with, the, with Dr. Walensky, but when I was talking to people today about this new guidance and what to ask her, everybody had very personal feelings about it, and I realized I did too in all these questions. Part of it is that I feel like I'm going to have to rewire myself so that when I see somebody out in the world who's not wearing a mask, I don't instantly think, you are a threat, <laughs> or you are selfish, or you are a COVID denier, and you definitely haven't been vaccinated. I mean, we're going to have to rewire the way that we look at each other, because the CDC's guidance, which she just told me, we are sure, is that if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask, except in very specific circumstances. And so that means as we change that as a country, we are going to look at each other differently and have to unwire our preconceptions about what a mask or a lack of a mask means. President Biden spoke to that a little bit today. Right, back to me. Do you know the level of delusion you have to be at to talk like that? Put that up there, Aaron. Next slide. There you go. This is the COVID survival rate. This is post-infection. So once you've actually caught COVID, this is the post-infection COVID survival rate. And you have somebody out there saying, "I need. Uh, it's going to take me a while to be deprogrammed from thinking anybody not wearing a mask is out to kill me. Here's the survival rate. Rachel Maddow fits in the 50 to 69 category, either 20 to 49 or 50 to 69. I don't, I don't know how old she is, but she's either 99.98 post-infection survival rate or she's 99.5 percent post-infection survival rate in, in order to reach the delusional level of rachel maddow and everybody else and you should see the responses on twitter to videos like this the responses on twitter to the cdc coming out and saying you don't have to wear masks because if you're vaccinated first of all i never wore a mask to begin with i don't need your permission i'll never get a vaccination i'm not waiting to get vaccinated to be free i've never yielded my freedoms not one bit not for a second but the level of delusion that you have to be at to reach that level of verbiage where i have to i'm going to have to be deprogrammed i'm going to have to be talked off the ledge 
I'm going to I'm gonna have to have all of my thinking changed because I'm so used to thinking of people without a mask as a threat. A threat to what? Aaron, flash the survival rates up again. I mean, come on, look at this. Well, that's the truth. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. John 8, 32. All right, go to the David Hogg tweet, Aaron. There we go. I feel the need to continue wearing my mask outside even though I'm fully vaccinated because the inconvenience of having to wear a mask is more than worth it to have people not think I'm a conservative. Back to me. So these people are about the science? These, that's what they say all the time. They're about the science. He's going to wear, wear a mask after he's been fully vaccinated because he wants to prove, ever, prove to everybody he's not a Republican or a conservative. And these people are about the science? And you do what these people tell you to do? There's churches right now in America. The entire church basically in Canada is closed. I love all of you guys in Canada. I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm with you. It's all closed. And basically every church in America is closed. There's a few that's, listen, because again, you're not open if you've open mitigated. You're not open if you're wearing masks. You're not open if you didn't repent of locking down because the next thing they tell you will cause you to lock down. All these pastors out there with their videos calling themselves patriot pastors and all those guys that were closed down for eight months. First of all, you're not a patriot. Second of all, you shouldn't call yourself pastor because you're completely unbiblical. Tell me your biblical requisite for closing down outside of some sort of vague reference to loving thy neighbor. What about binding and loosing? What about if you shall ask anything in my name, I'll do it. What about he took up our infirmities and carried our diseases? What happened? Well, we believe the Bible, but you have to use wisdom. You start talking like that, you unleash the baby butchering Democratic Party hacks like this woman right here. Play it for me. Well, I liked that part of what she had to say, because I do think that we need to send the very clear message that vaccination is your ticket back to pre-pandemic life. But frankly, I was shocked by this announcement. I think they went from one extreme to another. And the major step that's missing here is how do we know that people are telling the truth? We talked in the last hour about the honor code. I mean, if you're going to the grocery store, maybe you're fully vaccinated. You take off your mask at the grocery store. But who is going to be checking to see if others are also vaccinated? So what does that mean? If I'm bringing my son, my four-year-old, who's not fully vaccinated, now he's going to be in a grocery store potentially right, back to me. So here's the thing. Let's look, let's look at this lady here. She said that she, she's shocked by this. Because, why? Because the CDC comes out and says the reason why the CDC did it was because they wanted to put out good news for Joe Biden to cover up for all the rest of his atrocities throughout the week. So they say they come out and they say, throw everybody a bone. Hey, you know what? If you're fully vaccinated, you can, you can go about your life without your mask. You can take your mask and your vaccination, shove them right up your caboose because they never did it anyway, but just to use their own politics against them. So the CDC comes out and makes that statement that you can go out and about all you want maskless as long as you're fully vaccinated. Then you have an alleged doctor, Leanna Wen, that's who that woman is. She says that you never should have done that because what we're supposed to be doing is hanging, hanging vaccinations as a carrot out in front of people saying you can't be free till you get your vaccination you can't be free that's what she's so disturbed about and she's so worried about her four-year-old son put the slide back up Aaron. here's her four-year-old son zero to 19 years of age what's the post-infection survival rate for her four-year-old son 99.997 her four-year-old son is seven to 20 times more likely to die of the flu than COVID-19 so it's all about the science and this is a doctor no, it's all about control. It's as simple as that. Let's look at this video. Play it for me. I don't care if you're vaccinated, you little dick. 
Okay. Well, we should have. I don't want to <laughs> Sorry get about sick that. and die. Okay. There's right. other people you can infect just because you're vaccinated. You know what? You're not a special person around here. You should hear about how everybody talks about you. You're I don't a know how jerk. Talk to me. I don't care how people You're talk a about jerk. You. Okay. And you need to have respect for other people in your life. I do. You're not a big man on campus. That woman, who usually is hospitalized over COVID, who usually gets hospitalized because of COVID, the obese and those over 80. The average age of death in America of COVID is 80. She needs to concentrate on losing a whole lot of weight before she and she's sitting there berating this kid. He's probably, listen, he's probably some obnoxious kid. I'm not saying that she's been suspended. But that's the attitude of these people. It's got nothing to do with your health. Play Just skip the... Uh, Skip the tweet, Aaron, go right to the video, play it for me. There are a lot of questions about the timing of the CDC's announcement yesterday. So did somebody at the Biden administration or in the Biden administration update this guidance for political reasons? No. So what was the medical or scientific reason? What was the big breakthrough to do this yesterday? Well, I know that Dr. Walensky did an extensive number of interviews yesterday to answer exactly that question. But as we've talked in here quite a bit about, the CDC, not just Dr. Walensky, but her entire team of health and medical experts are constantly reviewing the data to ensure that they can provide accurate and up-to-date guidance to the American people. So based on three factors, as she talked about yesterday, vaccines work in the real world. We've seen a lot of studies done on that, including internally in the federal government. Vaccines stand up to the variants, which at various times has been a concern about uh, the need to continue to masking, to mask even as you, after you're vaccinated. And vaccinated people are less likely to transmit the virus. That's how they came to the decision. And that's what she conveyed yesterday when she announced All right, this. back to me. So suddenly what happened is after months and months, Joe Biden was vaccinated before he was ever inaugurated as president i don't even like to say that makes me nauseous makes me actually throw up in my mouth a little bit to say that however before joe biden became president he was he was vaccinated and for months now january february march april he's been wearing a mask and saying you should still wear a mask while vaccinated so once again how is this about science how is this about saving people's lives, COVID caving pastor? How is this about that? It's never been about that. They switched the science to fit their own program and to fit their own agenda. What was the agenda when that announcement came out? The agenda was, oh, Joe Biden's having a horrible week. We need to throw everybody a bone. Let's look at vaccinations. Put that tweet up for me, Aaron. There we go. Bill Maher test positive for COVID-19 despite being fully vaccinated. Here we go again. Here we go again. It's, that is the way that it is going all throughout the country. He's just the latest celebrity. Play that video for me. This. I talked to somebody recently who works on the COVID floor, and um, every single patient who's been hospitalized with COVID on the COVID floor in the last two months have been people who have had both their shots. Do you think that's interesting? Can I, you want me to repeat that? A hundred percent of the people on the COVID floor have had both vaccinations for the COVID shot. There has been nobody admitted to the COVID floor in the last couple months that was unvaccinated. They've all been vaccinated. Interesting. All right, back to me. So that's the thing, right? Well, what's really interesting, how many people get vaccinated for the flu, A and B, and then catch the flu? You know why? Because you can't vaccinate against the mutating virus. Duh, a cop, a retired cop, right here, 1992, 2017, pushing a police car around my whole adult life. I know that. 
And yet you have all these doctors coming out and the President of the United States, even Donald Trump saying, go out and get vaccinated. For what reason exactly? A mutated, for a mutating virus that a, that, a, that a vaccine can never track? What's the point? But here's Biden's opinion. It's vaxxed or masked. Do it again. It's vaxxed Keep it up a couple or masked. Times, yeah. It's vaxxed or masked. No thanks, Joe Biden. No thanks. I'm not choosing between those two because it's all a lie. See, I actually read my Bible and I know that it's not about my health. Go to the next thing, Aaron. Here's a guy right here. I did it, says Thomas. For the free orange juice, I'm pretty sure that I want you to everybody to track his his mocking tone, his sarcastic tone. I'm pretty sure the needle was like a foot long. He what he's doing is making fun of anti-vaxxers the good news is that i didn't feel the microchip going in but i can hear local radio stations now so he's mocking people who are against the vaccination next no there's two okay this is the second dose the microchip is working just fine my mind is slowly being taken over by the hive mind we are just fine resistance is futile don't change it now here's the thing he's mocking everybody who's not taking the vax right that's his mocking tone here's the next slide Thomas Flanagan died, 427-21. Whoops! That's, that's the truth. People are dying from this vaccine. We have record complaints to the VAERS system right now. Every day, over 300,000, last I checked. Go to the next one, Aaron. Here's Jill Filipovic. Vaccine passports are QR codes now, she proclaims. If you don't want to get vaccinated, this is a blue check mark with tens of thousands of followers on Twitter. If you don't want to get vaccinated, that's your right. But it's not your right to go to a concert, bar, restaurant, or large event. You know what, Jill? You do not supply. You do not give my rights. You do not take my rights away. And here again, Christians, how Aaron, put that back up. Christians, how can you not see biblical prophecy unfolding before your very eyes? Vaccine passports or QR codes? Now the world is proclaiming. Back to me. Now the world is proclaiming. I want QR codes and vaccine passports now. And then listen, you, you're like, well, we're against those things. You've already caved to them. If you lock down your churches, you're already one of them. If you wear a mask, you're already a QR code advocate. That's who you are, a little leaven. Leaven's the whole lump, Dr. Simone Gold. Orange County, California is considering digital vaccine passport technology that would allow business, get that that video ready, I'm going to play it in a hurry, that would allow businesses to deny entry to those without a vaccine passport. Play the video. I'm a child survivor of the Holocaust. One of the discriminatory actions against Jews was special passports to identify, discriminate, and persecute us. I shudder to think that places like Orange County, California, are considering special digital vaccine passports. If enacted, those passports will create a two-tier society and deny citizens equal access. Those who disregard history's lesson are doomed to repeat it. QR codes now, and you still have evangelical pastors closing their churches. Put up the transvexite definition for me. 
Got this from Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, Transvaxite, a person who identifies as having vaccinated, as having been vaccinated, even though they haven't actually been vaccinated. I've decided I'm a Transvaxite. Vaccination is a spectrum, and you are a bigot if you don't accept me for who I am. Yeah, use their politics against them. If they can identify as a woman and they're actually a man, then you can identify as being vaccinated when you actually weren't. Here's a James tweet. Put that up there for me. FBI, however, warns of prison time if you present a fake vaccination card. Don't worry about all the terrorists crossing the southern border every day. We're going to go after people who don't want to be vaccinated. All right, Tim Kennedy tweet. Officially reported by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 0.04% of all COVID deaths were children under 17. But this is what Biden says. When I spoke last week, I said we were hoping to soon add a new element to our vaccination program. Vaccinations for adolescents ages 12 and older. And then on Monday, after rigorous, thorough review, the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, authorized Pfizer vaccine for use in that age category. Next, back to me. Listen, I just want to say I love you all. We've got to cut off in, in about 15 seconds from now. God bless you. Listen, be praying over your country. Take your stand. And Christians, stand in the word of God and not Anthony Fauci, Joe Biden, or Kamala Harris. God bless you. I love you. Good night. Listen. There's a lot of people that have come to this church from other churches, and they're barely hanging on here. But the reason why they're hanging on is because their old church is dead. This church scares them, but they'd rather have scared than dead. God's in control. No, he's not. You are. You implement the word of God or you don't. God's in charge once you're dead. You're in charge now. Tom, that sounds like that sounds blasphemous. That's only because you've been taught a wrong doctrine on the sovereignty of God. Sovereignty means above all, not in control of all. If God was in control of all, we wouldn't see what we see. Who's in control of America? The God of the spirit of the air, the devil. Only by Christians taking ground recapturing territory or never surrendering territory to begin with that is the hope of america thank you so much for watching the tom lively podcast tonight we appreciate you tuning in mainstream media is no longer reporting honestly about what's going on in and around the world it is our goal to get the truth and facts out to the people who are tired of hearing the lies of the media. If you enjoyed watching and want to help us make sure it continues, you can invest in the program by going to TomLipley.com and clicking on Give. Thank you so much for watching, and we hope you tune in again.